On this episode, we find out what made Marie Antoinette say this. Yes, and then she has the boyfriend that looks like her brother. <laughs> Marie Antoinette. <laughs> and what made Sedavion say this. Have I ever told you? Oh yeah, I told you. About the sex dungeon. I'm Sedavion with the powers of the sun. I'm Marie Antoinette with the forces of the moon. And, and this, this is Black Syzygy. Go Twitches. Go Twitches. Hello, Sedavion. Hello, Marie Antoinette. How are you doing on this fine afternoon? It's three, two, one o'clock for me. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. How do I look like I'm doing? Um, you look like you had a hard break. <laughs> never mind, never mind. <laughs> never mind, never mind, never Sorry, that's a different joke. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm, I'm doing all right. How are you? Um, because you look tired. Well, oh, sorry. Thank, thank you. I, I reckon, <laughs> I realize. Um, I am. School's been a lot, but I've mm. also Preach, been sister. getting a lot of social interaction, which is not usually the way I experience life, unfortunately. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I've been just socializing more with people at work which has been so fun because i enjoy spending time with them a lot um and they're all just like a wacky crew with lots of personality and i love it and also i'm in a show at the moment i think the cast is incredible and i am very very in love with the show so so much positive social interaction not a lick of sleep Mm. That's the way the cookie crumbles. I love that for you. I could never don't, be anybody. Don't really prophesize do like my downfall. Who are you, Tiresias? Like, <laughs> girl, let's get Mine some shades well. on. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, the question of the week last week, or would it be this week? It doesn't matter. The question of the week was um, last week. Has okay, this week? Thank you. See, you're confused too. <laughs> you're confused. Look at you. You Disregard. try to come in. You're Disregard. <laughs> Cut. Anyway, the question was, has shame made college students less social? Mm. Marie Antoinette, what are your thoughts on this question? Um, Shame making college students less social. I have mm. to kind of think back a little bit to, see, I wasn't in college. Um, with uh, Miss Nine Nineteen Arita, I better than me. I mean, like I was, but by the time I got back, <laughs> I only had to take one class online via Zoom, and then the others were in person. Mm. And I had a lot of that stuff happening in high school. Um, when we were like really in the parts of it where it was newer. Um, and I definitely think it. I think a lot of what happened was people were a little more on the low with their socializing and hanging out with other people because they, there was a tendency for them to be shamed a lot. It was like, Oh my gosh, so-and-so hung out with so-and-so yesterday and they went to a party, which let me be very clear. The people that were going to parties at that time, I think they deserved a little something. I think they deserved Mm -hmm. a, a little stop (laughs) um um, but for the people that would go to like a social gathering with like a total of five people and um, they would still be talked really badly about i know that that was a thing so i think it made people like a little a little hesitant um what are your thoughts i feel like well hold on i also just thought of something i also thought about how i feel like a lot of us when it comes to socializing, a lot of people have talked about how they kind of just lost their ability to do it well or smoothly. And it's became like a really awkward thing. Like I know now it's like a whole thing to see someone without a mask who you've never seen without a mask before. And now it's like really weird <laughs> to see like the bottom half of their face and just like guessing what that looks like. Would you like to share with the crowd, with the class while you're laughing? No reason. <laughs> No, I was just thinking about some of that 
some of that mask fishing that got revealed during you know towards the okay not mask latter fishing. half of you know our pandemic there were some people who you saw them with a mask and you were like oh cool and then you saw it without you were like whoa cool you know oh my god <laughs> cool question mark it was it's interesting mask fishing yeah anyway i'm sorry continue your thought <laughs> I actually think I was done. What are your thoughts? Oh, I agree. I don't think it necessarily made people ashamed to be less social, or specifically the pandemic. I don't think it brought shame to college students when it came to being social, but I think it definitely made people a little more low-key, you know, in regard to being social and going out to parties, like you said. And, you know, speaking of parties, I read this article on college reality check okay and the title of the article written by Corey anderson it's called how common are college parties okay and Ugh, it depends on what school you go to very true because if you true. go to beep, 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 beep. <laughs> no right every this day of why, the week this is, <laughs> this is why I wanted nine to, to five facts. business hours because you and i go to very different schools as far as size and like whatever we go to different schools so i wanted to compare so one thing that the article implied was that dorm parties were less were the least like common type of parties and that's like in comparison to like greek life parties you know fraternities and sorority parties house parties apartment parties and student org inspired that's funny because i hear a lot of dorm parties. parties around me Okay, I was going to ask, in comparison to... Look at you, jumping the gun, bitch. Back up. I was going to ask, do you find this to be true in your on your campus? Like, is this the case for the school you go to? I think most of the parties are 1,000% the sororities. Oh, not the sororities, the fraternities. <laughs> Sorry, I said sororities. Did not mean to say that. <laughs> I have never walked past a sorority in my life and been like, oh, it's bumping in there. Um... Uh-huh. No, um, I do hear a lot of dorm parties happening. I don't. I don't think that they're like the most common thing in the world, but I do hear a lot of people that like to party at one a.m. when I am trying to sleep because there's school in the morning. Uh, <laughs> something. Um, but I go to a really big school. We have about thirty thousand people. And it's also a party school. I think we have an A plus for partying and like an A minus for academics. It's like not that bad an A minus for academics, but it's an A plus for partying. And personally, I don't even think the parties need the A plus. Um, because <laughs> the ones that I've been to, I didn't really enjoy. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I, I went to one frat and frats are kind of just I just wanted to experience it. I always knew that I they were not my thing because I don't appreciate being squished in close proximity to other people, especially when those people are drunk and some of them have the tendency to vomit um and they're also like a little sweaty and the music is also see they always play like good songs um like it'll be like don't you worry don't you worry child they'll be like child 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 do, 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 do. bust it boom 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 and I'm <laughs> there's a time and a place for a rave and i don't necessarily like finding them at college fraternities um <laughs> i think that that matches up that statistic matches up pretty decently with my school is your school even a big party place um it is but there are like a bunch of different like complex levels to it as far as this i would say the dorm parties especially like specifically not saying we're completely out of the pandemic now but you know i came into college in 2020 and i've been here since and since then, I would say that the dorm parties have a hike, like, to the number one spot. I would disagree with this statistic as far as my school. They're definitely probably the most common type of party, which is so raggedy. You think about, <laughs> you think about parties and then placing them in a dorm. 
like make it make sense like also during the pandemic my school had a rule that like they knew people were gonna party obviously any school that has like a ban on partying i'm like be fucking for real they knew but the rule was that you could only have two people per living resident to a dorm room. Does that make sense? Two additional guests. So if I lived in a single, which I did at one time, I can only have two additional people in my room. If so, right, if so someone lived in a double, each of them could have two more people. So there could be six people all together in that room only at once. Right. A lot of people broke that rule and got in trouble um, because they weren't smart because they were having parties and they'd have 10, 15 people in a room and then somebody would like call 10 or 15 security. people in a dorm. Exactly. That's the thing. They're not big enough for even the six people that were, were allowed to be in there. Um, but they would break that rule very constantly and it was very raggedy. I was very unfortunate enough to live on the party floor of my dorm room freshman year and it showed it actually manifested itself to be exactly what it was chalked up to be, which is not fun at all. Um, have I ever told you? Oh, yeah, I told you about the sex dungeon. Uh, retell me, because I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> on, the third, on the fourth floor is where I lived at the very end of the hall. And next door... To my dorm, there was all I lived in a single by myself. Next door was a double, and there were always parties in there. There were always parties, and like everybody on the floor would go. I was invited like once or twice, but I was like, Are you joking? But anyway, there was a party like practically every other day. Halfway through the year, there were like no more parties next door to me. The party started happening like a few doors down. Sometimes it was across the hall and a few doors down, but they started moving them. And then on the door, someone put like a sign that said the dungeon. And I didn't pay it any mind until I started like coming back and forth from my dorm. And I would see a sock on the door. I <laughs> thought this was like a myth. Like I thought it was like not really something that happens, but if anyone's listening, doesn't know there's like an old trope of like, if you put a sock on the dorm room door, it means that somebody's in there getting busy and not to come in specifically to their roommate. But I started seeing a sock on the door. Then I was talking to um, the person who was, I was in a class with who lived right across the hall from me and they were always engaging in these parties for some reason. I digress. Um, but he was telling me, he was like, Oh, you, you literally live right next door to the sex dungeon. I was like, huh? He was like the sex dungeon. All of the athletes on our floor, like that's where they take all of the people that they sleep with, and everybody like has sex in that room. And then, this is I'm getting traumatized, but (laughs) not really. But we used to have like these pipes in the quads. The quads are the freshman dorm halls. We used to have these pipes that went through every single room. And they had vents oh, in them, and you those. could hear everything. Yes, when I would be on the phone with Marie Antoinette, sometimes we would, she would, she would be able to hear the people like screaming, like not just from the parties and stuff. It was just really loud. You could hear everything. Then I started hearing some noises from next door, and it happened for oh. the rest of the year. And I was just trying. Uh, to oh my god! It was really, really, really bad. I don't. Would you say okay? Would you say that, like, you do have a big campus. Would you say that parties are a part of, like, your campus culture, the school you go to? A plus. (laughs) It got an A plus. I hate that. It's known as a party school. People, every time you're like, oh, I'm going to beep, 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 beep. They're like, oh, yeah. So you're (laughs) like, oh, that's what you're doing. You're bleeping. I didn't (laughs) realize. I didn't realize you were bleeping. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a self monitor, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you're, you, so you're like big into partying and stuff, and I'm like, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> that's so mean. I, <laughs> that sounded so mean. I'm really not big into partying. Um, that has more of a thing to do with kind of like the things listed about why I'm not the biggest fan of frats. Um, but it also just gives me 
it overwhelms me a lot to meet a lot of new people in mass, especially when they're on substances, because I am always sober 1000% of the time when I am at parties. So sometimes it's kind of a lot. And especially with strangers. And the music's not always my favorite. And I feel like one of the biggest things I want to do is talk and dance. And I can only talk when I'm like one on one with people. And like, mm-hmm. I've had like an instance where I met like a stranger and I talked with them like a little bit one on one. Um, and those are kind of like the moments that I really like or when I'm in like my small groups of friends and we're just like hanging out and we're dancing to a bunch of fun songs and we're like playing games and stuff. I love those like social environments. But um, the typical high school party really overwhelms me. And I don't think there's a lot there that's meant for me specifically. I don't think mm-hmm. I'm the crowd that they're trying to attract. I'm the exact same way. Um, one thing the article pointed out is that, ooh, well, maybe I shouldn't say the exact ranking of your school because people could probably find it. My but school Marie was Internet in school it. school is ranked in the top, um, let me check, let me double check, the top five, uh, top 25, I'm sorry, not five. I was like, the, the top 25. Top 25, <laughs> <laughs> top 25 um, most party heavy universities in america what's number the one united states number one school number one party school is marie antoinette school no i'm kidding it's <laughs> it's um tulane university oh that's where um you know who goes there no i don't who socks that's not helpful not at all. <laughs> I look down at my feet. Bitch, what are you saying? Socks? Oh, heck. Oh, she goes there? Yeah. Oh, anyway. I <laughs> um, my school, unsurprisingly, is not on this list. Um, I would not say that my school, that partying is a part of my school's culture, culture or the campus culture. But it's weird because there's a dedicated time of the year that my school like brings people from across the country here to party. I'll get into that a little bit later, but no, I wouldn't say generally partying is a um a part of our campus culture. Can I read you some some facts from this article, some statistics that I Before, found really shocking? Can you give oh. us like the top 5 or 10 colleges? The top 5. What if your college is in it? I guess okay, whatever. Um, okay, the first, I will give you the first five. You want the first ten or five? Uh, you you choose. <laughs> okay, I'll do the first five. First one is Tulane University. Second one is Florida State University. Third one is University of Wisconsin. Fourth one I didn't expect, but work, Howard University. And oh. the fifth one is University of Alabama. That... University of Alabama makes sense. We know someone from our school. No, she goes to University of Oklahoma. But I know no, that we know somebody from our school is... who goes to University of Alabama. I know it's big Greek life. I can't remember who that is. Were they in your grade? <laughs> yes, I was friends with her. She was actually from Alabama. This silence. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Hold on. I'll mouth it to you. Look. Polynices. <laughs> Go to hell. <laughs> My mouthing is not that bad. First of all, let's be clear. Let's be fucking clear. How I'm dare you? Because I know there's someone that was open, from the, open the chat. I'm going to type it in the chat. Okay. Um. Yes, we do know. Yes, no, I we forget. Do know oh, yes. And then she has the boyfriend that looks like her brother. Marie and. <laughs> okay, we're moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> We're moving on. We're moving on. We're moving on. Uh, can I name you? Some, can I read you some of the facts from this article that gagged me a bit? Yeah. Okay. The first stat, and I want your opinion on these as I go down. The first one is the amount of s- students who attend college just to party 27%. Okay. 
It's so much money. I would think it'd be more. Really? Okay, can can't people just like go to the parties without being a student? Like what? That would make sense, but like for example, my university, okay, it's very small. The two bars that are on campus only students from our school attend those bars. Only. I'm so serious. I mean only. Like, there's no business to these bars besides the students that attend this university because they're really close to campus. When there's someone who is, like, not from or the word spreads, it's very awkward. Like, why are you here? You know? I feel like it, there's some weird energy. There have been, like, too parents who show up there. There have been parents who show up. Um, so I feel like it is harder to join college-esque parties or age-appropriate parties if you're not a college student. Um, I mean, I know at our school, they have to like check your IDs because we have a problem with, I told you about the terrible experience with the one frat I went yeah. to. They literally have like something to <laughs> swipe your ID to validate it. <laughs> um, because we have such a big problem with high schoolers breaking in to the parties. That is wild. That is so wild to me. And my friend yeah. was one of those high schoolers. <laughs> Say their name. Okay, I'm not being messy. Okay. The next statistic is um, how often college students parties. On average, it says at least twice a week. The average college student parties at least twice a week. Now, you and I know damn well this ain't got nothing to do with us. So we're not average? Mm-mm. I guess not. That's what they're telling us. Twice a week. Okay, when I think about that and everyone I know... I would say this is very accurate. How about you? Really? At least twice a week for sure. Maybe they Definitely do. Definitely a bar or a party on Saturday and Sunday, like both days, every weekend for sure. I feel like I'm an extreme as as an I don't like really go out. And I feel like the 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 other close friend I'm thinking of, I feel like she's an extreme like during the weekday (laughs) she'll like go out to like the bars and like party and everything um i i don't know i feel like i don't know enough people to answer this question for the people i do know sure i think um it is a big part of our school like the thursday through sunday to go out with your friends um yeah, but I don't know. I genuinely don't think I know enough about people's partying habits to know. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'd say this is pretty accurate from the people I know. Okay. Now we're getting into the drinking statistics. Okay. So the first one is the amount of college students who drink on average 80%. It sounds wild, like saying that out loud, but it sounds very accurate. It sounds wild to me that it's not like 99.9%. For real. Okay, so that one checks out. That one checks out for the both of us. The next one is college students age 18 to 20 who drank in the past month is 53%. Again, checks out. Higher. Agreed. Agreed on that. Definitely probably higher. Um, I'm just speed through the rest of the facts. The last two are the last one is binge drinking students who perform poorly in school, 40%, and then binge drinking students who miss class, 60%. You talked about this a little earlier about how partying is not your thing. It is not your vibe. Talk more about your experience with parties in college specifically and why they don't vibe with, or why you don't vibe with them. I think a big, would you agree that a big part of it is, you know, that you don't engage in um, the extracurricular activities at parties, the drinking and the others? Maybe. I don't know if that would make me want to stay at the party more. Um, I know you're supposed to feel different, I guess. So maybe I have nothing to compare it to um, is also the thing. Like, I've never been on substances, so I don't have anything to compare it to. Like, I am so much more likely to be at this party if I'm doing X, Y, Z. Like, I don't know what that feels like, so I have nothing to compare it to. 
Hmm. Yeah, I personally, let me do some math. I've been sober for four months now, as of today. And I think... <laughs> Are you done? Yeah. I do... <laughs> I do think that engaging in drinking definitely changes your perception on parties. I've never been the one that enjoys going to parties and things of that nature. But when like being under the influence at them, it does change your feelings on them. Or I'm speaking for myself, I should say. For me, it definitely changed the way I felt. And since I've stopped drinking... It's, it seems like people who love to party, drinking, like being under the influence of any substance is all they want to do, which just makes it sound less, um, what's the word? Help me find the word. Appealing? Le- less appealing for what I'd call, what I'd consider myself as like an outsider. Like it's weird. Do a lot of your friends or do uh, do the people you know, the very few people you know, the, the one person that you know, I guess, since you don't know nobody, who um, okay. does engage. Okay. No, 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 no. Let me get my question. Does this one person that you know engage in partying have a fake ID? Um, They did when they needed it. Hmm. Do you know any other people who have fake IDs? Yeah. Would you like their <laughs> Do you have a names, fake ID? Social security no, number. No. <laughs> do you have address? a fake ID? No. I, what would I do with it? You see, the thing is, that would be such a waste of money. Because mm-hmm. unless I really wanted to go to the bars to, like, play pool. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep going. <laughs> I think your mic cut. Wait, say it one more time. <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> like, I don't know what I would do with it. Uh, maybe, maybe I would get one so I'm like, like 28 and I can um, rent a car. Yeah. You would get a fake ID to rent a car. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to reiterate that for the people who. <laughs> Might have not caught that. So I'm just going to say it one more time. Marie Antoinette could not find any other reason why she would possibly have a fake ID in the world. But the one thing she could possibly think of was to rent a car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I love that. Um, fake ID culture, subculture is huge on my campus. I don't know anything about it. So you're going to have to tell me about it. Because the person that I do know that had a fake... um when they were not of age, all I knew is that they just like used it whenever they wanted a drink and that they would be scared when it like came to um, whether or not it would be accepted or like caught or, you know, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So fake IDs, Um, people. So when people order them, they all order them from like these weird websites that are like probably out of the country. But when people do them, Everyone like sort of like promotes it because if you do a batch order of them, multiple IDs for multiple people, it's like less money. They're very expensive. Um, how much? I, I guess. Do you know how much? I guess I would say less expensive than, or more expensive than I personally would think they should be. But an average fake ID, from what I know, is like anywhere between eighty and one hundred and fifty dollars. Mm. Oh, I expected it to be more. Like I expected it to be like yeah. four hundred. Oh no, I think that's expensive. Maybe I'm crazy, but well, no, I do think it's like like expensive, but like for what it is, because it just feels so like forbidden. I'd expect it to be more, but I think that's I, yeah. also just my view on it. That would make sense, um, and I know that they the prices depend on 
the actual things that the ID can do. So I know that some people who have just basic regular IDs that are just the ID and then other people get more expensive ones to actually scan because a lot of places where you have to buy alcohol or some of the bars you go to or you need to you need to be above 21 to buy a product a lot of like gas stations and like grocery stores will have to scan the id but if you get the cheaper ones i've i know people who have gotten the cheaper ones and they've had to scan them and they've been like figured out that they're fake and they're like oh because it doesn't scan so some people spend more money on getting one that scans um and I think most people, like when I first came into college, a lot of people were getting them because they were buying alcohol from grocery stores to bring to their dorm parties. And now I know most people use them just to get into clubs and bars and things of that nature. You are a strange person. Let me describe I'm just to everybody living my what I'm life. Saying. I'm not doing anything. I'm going to describe to everyone what I saw. As I was talking, Marie Antoinette opened her mouth. If you can imagine like, like when you're at the gas station, you put in your card at the pump. That's the shape she was making with her mouth. Like it was like straight up and down oval. That was very skinny, and she was moving her head left to right. <laughs> um, I was she trying like to a twist parking meter. I was trying to twist my face the way that Samara does to people from the <laughs> from Samara from the <laughs> ring, the way that she does after she murks them. Oh, I see. You need to you need to move your lips a little. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Next time, just open the jaw a little bit. You get the part. I swear. Um, but yeah, I feel like every single person I know. I'm trying to. I'm genuinely trying to think of like people I know personally who don't have a fake ID, and I can't think of anyone. Like everybody has them. Me. Not you. Luther. <laughs> I'm Luther. trying to say I don't have one. I'm one person you know. I don't know you. Okay. I'm so tired of this. I'm so <laughs> sick and tired of this. One day I, I'm just going to reach my breaking point. And then what's going to happen? I'm going to like, going to lose it at you on the podcast. And then we're going to listen to it over, edit it, mm-hmm. and still post it. Who's going to be editing it? Will I edit it or you? Me so that I can control the narrative. Got it. See, you're a smart girl. <laughs> you gathered that. I love that. Um, yeah, but people mainly you. What were we talking about? Fakes. Yeah, talking about fakes. You said that you cannot think of anyone that doesn't have one. Oh yes, I can't. I honestly, which I think says a lot because <laughs> I know a lot of people on campus. Um, and I th- I would say more people on campus have fakes than people who don't, which I think is wild. It is. Do you think that's wild? Does that sound wild? It is. I thought that fakes were a little more few and far in between. I didn't realize how common they were. You know, I know a lot of people who've gotten like their fakes cutting up at like what? bars. What or, happened like, taken to them? From them? Have you seen it? Have Have you seen it happen? Like what What happened? I have happened? I have not seen it happen, but I've heard stories. Um, but oftentimes, people when you go to the bar, if your fake looks really suspicious, like extremely suspicious, most times the balancer or whoever the person at the door is checking IDs would just be like, "Yeah, try again." Like, no, you, this is a fake. Sometimes, which I think is the most common one, which I've had friends personally get this happen, have that have, have had this happen to them. Oh my god, English! Um, but the people will quiz you on your ID. I've heard of that. I think I watched. A I think that's video the most common that. one. Yeah, but like, so like, isn't it easy to memorize a few facts? Well, you like would what think all is that. on there? You would think that, but I've heard a lot of people not. <laughs> like know the stuff so like they'll ask usually most people who get fakes get them from a different state than where they're from or a different mm-hmm. state than you are in mm-hmm. for example no one i'm in iowa no many students don't get fakes that are from iowa nor do they get fakes from their original state that they're from um and so you have to some i've heard people be quizzed on their birthday i've heard people be quizzed on um they're mainly their address 
Like they'll ask them to say their address. Sometimes they'll ask them their zip codes. And I think a lot of people get caught up because their their brain is mixing their fake ID address with their actual address. It usually clashes because it can't be the same. You know, the zip code has to be from the actual state that That you have the ID from. Yeah. So I've heard people like accidentally say the wrong zip code. And the people are like, um, yeah, try again. Um, I've heard people say the wrong address and they're like, eh. I've heard people say the wrong birthday on their oh, fake. Uh oh. Like that, that makes sense how you'd goofy. get mixed up. I see. But yeah. you just have to memorize like really hard. Like you have a mm-hmm. show tomorrow. Um in jail time is what happens if the audience doesn't like it. <laughs> I know they won't arrest you. Jail time. They'll just be like, no, stop. Don't. I feel like they could. I always wonder what happens when people get like caught with like, like law enforcement with fakes. Have you ever thought about that? I was watching. I cannot remember what it was specifically. It actually might've been a post that I was reading, not a video. Um, And it was this guy talking about how he was a bouncer for a really long time. And it was specifically, what do you do when you like catch someone with a fake? And he was talking about Mm -hmm. how he's just like really good at spotting it. Um, Like he's just like really expert. He's been doing it for a long time. And he was saying that he usually confiscates them. He takes them away because if he takes it and then gives it back to them, it's like quite, literally illegal to be yeah. giving a fake to um someone who is underage um mm. so he said that for the people that try to fight him he's like um okay well i'll just call the cops um and when they come you could just uh let them know that there's been a mistake um and we'll be all good and then he said that that turns most people away because they're like never mind have a good night <laughs> <laughs> that would sense don't let the bed bugs bite. There's this. <laughs> that is so funny. There's this guy on TikTok who's a bouncer. And every time he gets an ID, a fake ID, he makes a video. It's so foul. It's so out of line. He makes a video and he's like recording the people like, "Woo, yes, I have a new ID checker. And he makes a video. He puts the ID in the ID checker and it's a shredder. Mm-hmm. I was like. And the people get so mad. He just shreds people's fake IDs. I was like, that's bold. I'd also be mad if $150 got shredded. But also, just imagine you're like a young-looking person, but your ID is real. And he's like, yeah, right. I feel (gasps) like that's even more illegal. Like, I would definitely be like, this man just shredded my real ID. (laughs) Like, we have problems at this point. Um, That's very faulty. But I've, oh, and also at the airport. Mm -hmm. Like, we know people have used, like, fake passports and stuff. But I always wonder, has anyone ever, like, used their real ID? You know, sometimes you just randomly get pat-downs. And when you do get pat-downs, sometimes they look, they ask you for multiple forms of verification, and they take your wallet. I've had this happen to me before. Not with a fake ID, obviously. But they take your wallet, and they're like, I'm going to look for three forms of ID that have your first and last names on them and so they're looking i'm like what if someone accidentally has a fake in their wallet at the airport <gasps> then what oh oh i so always think were, it's wild so if you were going to the airport leave your fake at home or just like I put would. your fake in like your like your backpack or like your big suitcase put it in your coochie like something stop stop <laughs> 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 put it in your butt crack or something because that is scary. You um, go to jail. Isn't that like fraud? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, um, what would you... Were you going to say something on that? Not on that. I was going to um, switch topics. But what were you going to say? Go ahead. I was, I was just going to... I was thinking about like party series. I guess I'm kind of like considering like something like Hollow Weekend a par- party series. Yes. If you don't know what Hollow Weekend is, um, <laughs> clapping but, by the way, y'all. <laughs> basically, it's just Halloween weekend or like the weekend that's closest to Halloween. Um, 
so, you know, your normal Thursday through Sunday and, or sometimes people will do it Friday through Sunday and people typically make costumes for each day. Um, and since there's like multiple costumes, some people will go like really all out for every single one of them, but some people will put on a pointy hat and a black dress and, um, a little pump boot, like a little pump boot, booty heel. And they'll say, I'm a witch. Um, (laughs) Not a wedge. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it's it's Halloween is my favorite holiday. I was just about to say, how does this work for you? Because you love celebrating Halloween, but not in this. Yeah, I I think college has kind of taken that joy away <laughs> oh, no. from me. <laughs> because my favorite part about Halloween, that was literally what our first episode was about, is getting to like go on adventures with friends at night. And by that, yes, I do mean trick-or-treating. So I think the <laughs> phase I'm most excited for next is when, like, if I have any, like, if I lived in the same state as my little cousins, I would offer to take them trick-or-treating, them and their friends, every single year. I would be their shop. What if, what if their parents, what if their parents, your No, their parents are very busy like, no. and they wouldn't, their parents are very like, busy. No, we, we're good. They would not mind taking the night off. Their parents were very busy. Okay, can you live in the land of what if? What if, the, what no. if you're like, hey, I'll take them, and they're like, mm, we got it. No, land of what if is when I'm being delusional. No. Um, <laughs> trust me, they will be like, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I... Uh, I really, first of all, I'm not used to the multiple costume thing. I think I get stressed out when it comes to, I think this is also why I'd be like stressed in a sorority because they do so many, like they do their themes of the week and everyone gets so excited, but I get so stressed out because I'm like, I don't know if I have clothing pieces to match these themes. Like themed parties actually stress me out because I'm, I never know if I can match the theme. Um, Mm And I don't want to buy like a whole new piece for parties. And I think that's what some people do. But I think some people just have like that wide of a range in their wardrobe. And I really only buy things that I can imagine myself wearing. And some of them, it's just like hard to build on to make some specific looks. I don't know. Um, I think, can I just add, I think you're also giving them a little bit too much credit. Okay. Okay. Explain. Like I've seen... I've seen girlies go to the thrift store and grab some lime green, some lime green men's swimming trunks, a a 3XL bubblegum pink button up, cut it into a crop top, put on some fishnets. Throw some acrylic paint on them motherfucking swim trunks and call themselves Sexy Patrick. You're giving them too much credit. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that brilliant. I've hardly ever seen a costume during college, you know, Halloween weekend, where anybody where I'm like, wow, they really went all out for that. It's very much like, oh, you grabbed this from your father right before you left to come to this fall semester. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> okay, it's it's never great i think you're giving too much credit because it's ne- i've never been like whoa you know what i mean bitches will throw on a thong panty a bra from skims and say they are some euphoria character like it's not that genius it's, it, oh and don't forget the gold eyeshadow it's not like it's never that genius never not once mm-mm <laughs> Stop. You're shady. Stop. Maria can't show pictures. I think this one is cute. This I don't one. think so. I oh that one's cute. Yeah, right? Right she next ate door. That. Stop. But it's not okay, but she ate it, but it's this is a prime example. Like they most not most. Some people do look really good. But I don't think I'm ever like, whoa, you ate that down, you know? Good night. Good night. Actually. I was a rabbit. Okay. 
I think I might have been a little scared. <laughs> I think I might have been a little scary because I was in a show over the summer where I played a rabbit and it was like a realistic looking rabbit. So I put on the big rabbit head and the rabbit hands and rabbit feet. I probably it's gave some people scary. a heart attack because it I just sat in the corner scary. of the room. And then when they came in, I think they're like, oh, my God. because although um, the mask is like huge and obviously like. It's not like it's life size, so it's like not realistic but it's it's a bit hyper realistic you know what i mean yeah it, it like it's fuzzy it's a little and, scary and i also in the show i think it was scary because i would just kind of like appear behind kind of like <laughs> this screen and they'd like light it and i'd just be like lurking and i think that was probably the reason some people can sleep a few nights <laughs> but um halloween yeah I went to Hollow Weekend in my freshman year because I had that group of friends that you mentioned earlier. And I'm really happy that I had them, actually, because I don't think I would experience college partying without them because I felt mm. really safe with them. Um, and we did do a few theme parties. Like, we did a pink party, and the pink party was fun. I had, like, a... I just happened to have, like, a pink dress that I could wear to that. But um, Hollow Weekend... Uh, I think if I went to a party with a group of friends um, and we stayed, like, I would always need to have one that would just be willing to be by my side, like a freaking chaperone. So annoying um, for them. They would not want that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Halloween. I didn't even dress up when I went out for Halloween weekend last year because I don't want to do, like, I know that part of the fun is like coming up with the costumes but I usually just like to do one like really fun costume. So I think I was just a little discouraged. So I think I spent Halloween. Oh, I know what I spent ho- this most recent Halloween doing homework in my dorm. Right. Mm-hmm. Can I ask yeah. a controversial question? Uh Oh, about Halloween weekend specifically on college campus. Okay. And let me be clear that this question is not directed at um, just female identifying people because actually some of the examples that came up in my head were actually male identifying people. But I just really don't understand why everything has to be a sexy version of whatever it is. I don't get it. There was this guy, no names. He said he was dressed up as a sexy Troy (laughs) Bolton. But, like, I don't understand. He was just not wearing a shirt. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. get... I'm so confused. This is that lack of creativity I was talking about earlier. These people gonna buy anything. They see anything in the thrift store. Not a sexy Troy Bolton. And they're like, I'm gonna be a sexy blah, blah, blah. I'm gonna be a sexy bottle of hot sauce. I I don't really (laughs) understand. It just don't add up to me. The creativity is not there. Maybe that maybe that's what's lacking. Oh my god, Marie Antoinette. Maybe we would enjoy Halloween weekend more if the creativity was there. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I think I would. I've seen some like well creativity can only do so much if I'm not going to the parties in the first place. <laughs> but No right. <laughs> assuming I was there, I'd be like, oh yeah, they ate that up. Uh-huh. It's I think this is something interesting to get into. Um, This year has been a stark contrast from the way that I conducted myself last year, as I feel like I've talked about a little bit on the podcast. I've been a lot more secluded this year. And I think a big part of it is because I didn't have that friend group. That friend group felt a little built in because I did a show with them and they were the ones that were like, oh my gosh, parties, parties. And of course, I'm not going to seek out parties on my own. So I need like a group to lead me to them. I wrestled with like the question of feeling a little different because parties feel like such an integral part of the culture at my school. And Mm -hmm. I was just like, I felt so weird for not enjoying them, for not participating them and participating in them. And I think a lot of things like some people will ask me why I don't indulge myself in certain things. And I, I'm always like, and I always feel really shy when I give the answer. I just don't really care to. Um, but I guess it's just more of a, I just, I just, I, 
and that's the only way I know how to describe it. But I, d- I never want it to sound like a, <laughs> yeah, I just don't care to be a hot mess like you are. It's more of a just, it just, isn't what calls to my spirit it's something that Mm -hmm. i genuinely don't have a desire to do and i feel like sometimes that's hard to explain to people because i feel like and i can understand why someone it could be hard for them to wrap their head around like you don't you don't just want to like experience things you don't just want to try you don't just want to like let loose and have fun and i'm just like it's just something that i genuinely don't feel a pull to do i think that's kind of like a better way toward that um yes. and i think i kind of questioned whether or not i was barring myself from experiencing certain things that are very specific to the college experience some things that some people specifically go to college only for which is i'm giving you a big question mark at the end of that one college is a little too expensive <laughs> to just be here Hello. to party. I'm, just, I'm gonna say that right now um, it's, we know it's the people can, who can it's yeah, and I was just going to say, and if you can afford to, to, to <laughs> let's put that money in a scholarship for someone who wants an education. Let's do that. Um, hello. Knock, and you could be there plus one to parties. You could be that scholarship award <laughs> plus one to parties. But I remember questioning, I remember questioning whether or not I was missing out on those experiences and I should just experience them just to experience things. Cause I am, I'm actually a really big experience person. I really like adventure. I really like exploring. Sometimes I get myself into things that I should not be getting myself into just because I like to just see, see what's, what's going on. Just <laughs> explore the environment around me. Um, and I was like, that just seems to be a really big part of what is happening around me. And I don't want to get to a point in my life where I regret not experiencing everything that I could experience. Um, and then I feel like I also, on the other hand, had to pair that with saying to myself that it's it's something that I have experienced and it's just not my favorite. And that's a possibility. Um, And I guess whether or not I desire to do it when I'm older, I guess it's still something that I could do when I'm older. Like if I'm like Mm -hmm. 50 in the club, maybe I'll get a look (laughs) or two. Um, (laughs) But it's like, But it's also something that I I can do when I'm older. I know it's like the here and the now, but I just, um, I think it's been a lot of talking to myself and trying to tell myself that it's, it's okay. It is okay that you just genuinely don't really care to experience these things at this point in your life. You and I have like talked about this extensively, like how, we both sort of do not vibe with, you know, not only indulging in the activities that happen at parties, but the parties themselves mm-hmm. and the settings are just not built for us. And uh, there's especially in college, I felt it like deeply in college, not really in high school. I mean, a little bit, but not as much as I do. There's like the pressure aspect added to it. This is a weird comparison, but have you ever been like at a pool or like at a hot tub and you don't want to get in the water? But, like, there are people who are like, just get in the water. Like, just get in the Like, you need to get in the water. Please come. It's like people who want you to get in the water. So they want you to get in that water more than they want their next breath. Like, I don't understand. Why do I need to get in the water for you to just enjoy the water? Why do I have to be at the party? This literally happened to me last night. There was a party happening. First of all, I'm about to tell my secret. But whenever there's a party happening and people ask me if I'm going, I just say I'm not invited. Even though I usually am. I just say I'm not invited and hopefully they don't catch on. But yesterday they caught on. They were like, are you coming Uh-oh. to the party? And I was like, I wasn't invited. And they were like, yes, you are. I see you in the invite. And I was like, oh my God, I'm not going. Ooh. Anyway, while at the party, my friend was like, um, somebody's asking about you. And then like throughout the entire night, like before the party happened, while we were all at an event, they just kept asking me if I'm going. And I'm like, no. Then another group of people who weren't going to the party, but were going out to the bars, like, okay, if you're not going to the party, just come with us. I'm like, I'm, I don't want to. 
Like, please leave me alone. I just want to go home. And I feel like people also feel bad if you want to be alone. I don't know why, but like people innately are like, oh no, you have, don't be by yourself. Come out. And I'm like, girl, give it the fuck up, please. I'm begging you. I do not want to go. Give it up. It's raggedy. All in all, um, I think parties are weird. I think people who attend parties are weird. Um, no. I think Marie Antoinette is weird as well. What? That's that's mean. Oh, just kidding. See, when you add just kidding at the end of things, they're like not. Like, no, that's not how that can't. works. No. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, because now no, you can't like, no, have your feelings you can't hurt. You cut, know what I mean? No, you can't like cut two pieces of pa- a, pa- a piece of paper in half and then like and then like just like put it side by side and be like, no, no, no harm, no foul. No, no, no. The, the just kidding would be a piece of tape. You see what I mean? See? You're Solutions. Sick. You're sick. <laughs> Do you want to get into the black hole? Let's transition into the black hole. Here we go. Okay, so for the black hole today, I took a book out of Marie Antoinette's book, and I'm on the Am I the A-Hole subreddit. Okay, are you ready, Marie Antoinette? Yeah, ready, steady. So the the title of this one is, Am I the A-Hole for Not Bringing My Neurotypical Daughter to My Sister's Wedding Due to My Autistic Child Not Being Invited? Okay. I don't, I don't let, so, I don't, oh my gosh. Okay. What? Okay. I just know it's going to be complex by the title. Okay. <laughs> Very complex. Okay. So it says my 37 year old sister is getting married in June. I have two daughters and one is neurotypical and one is a high needs, nonverbal autistic person. My sister made a rule about her wedding. No kids under five, which I was which I think was polite way of asking for me not to bring my disabled child. My wife and myself would have immediately took her outside if she had a meltdown, as my six-year-old nephew, also neurotypical, just made the cut and gets to go. There's only two other children under five in the family with no known disabilities yet. I understand her wedding. I understand it's her wedding and her choice, but I am not okay with including one of my daughters, but not the other. Problem is my seven-year-old daughter really wanted to go. She's a real girly girl, loves pretty dresses, princesses, fairies, and yes, brides too. She was so excited about getting to see her aunt in a bridal gown. The last wedding she went to was when she was too young to remember. Since it is my sister, I don't feel right missing her wedding. So we were going without the girls and my in-laws will watch them that night. She was upset that she doesn't she doesn't get to go. And my sister says I'm fostering resentment, but I think I'm teaching my daughter that it's not okay to exclude family due to disabilities. The way I see it is my sister who created the situation, not me. Okay. Do you want to dive into this one first? Why do you always pass the baton? <laughs> you you sound scared. <laughs> Why do you always? <laughs> this isn't past the plate. You're not in Thailand and I am not in Australia. Okay, do you want me to go first? <sighs> okay, I can. This is just so complex and there's so it many is. things that go into it. And as a neurotypical person, I don't even know how much i can speak especially as a neurotypical person who is not as educated as she could be when it comes to autism um thank you for making that point just to just to add both of us are neurotypical that's i think that's an important thing to say when talking about this but go ahead sorry yes um my initial thoughts i agree with the dad this is the dad right Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. um 
I agree with the dad's decision. I think it's really sad. And I know that they like pretty, pretty gowned. I think that they should let the girls, oh my gosh, I think that they should do like a princess day for both of them or something. And they should let them dress up in like really pretty gowns. I think that there should be something to make up for it. But I, and I also think that I don't think it's necessarily a breeding ground for resentment. I think it depends on how it's presented to the kids. Like, you can clearly make it like, oh, you're not going to this because of your sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, and I doubt he made it sound like that. I'm I'm pretty sure he was like, well, you know, since your sister doesn't get to go, you guys can stay home together and, you know, hang out so that no mm-hmm. one's left out. And I think that that's a really good lesson. I think especially in helping to teach them both that they should be there for like each other and in any and all situations. And it makes me really sad because I, I also don't want to necessarily say that it is the sister who is having the wedding's fault. um, Because I understand that when it comes to like, younger children or like even just like um anyone who might need like special attention or you know like Mm -hmm. it you know it's like your wedding day you want everything to be perfect and i know like not everyone might agree with the sister who's getting married um like her decision to do that and i don't think that everyone like you know has to agree at all um i don't even know necessarily what i would do in this situation i just know that i understand where she is coming from um but i i do agree with the dad in this case to have them it's not fair for one to go and then not let the other go um in in my in my opinion but i do think there could be something so fun with pretty gowns to make up for it or maybe like even if 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 the sister is willing maybe she can even put the gown on for the little girls and just like Aww. yeah play with them in like the living room or something and they can like yeah. have like a a movie night and they can all get their own gowns cuz i i get it i get it wanting to be there and that makes me feel really bad cuz i know when you're little and you're just so excited to do something that feels as fun and magical as a wedding it could be really really disappointing and i feel bad for both of the sisters um but I definitely don't want the other sister to feel excluded because she's not able to go at all. Um, so I think them sticking together, but doing their own fun thing. What What do you think? What are your thoughts? I agree with literally everything you said. I actually thought of the exact same idea. I think it'd be really cool if the aunt who's getting married, the sister, um, mm-hmm. decided to like have like a day with the girls where she maybe puts on her wedding dress for them and, you know, they get to put on dresses and things. I think that could make another like magical memory for them rather than the memory of their aunt's wedding being that they couldn't go, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, also, again, not in the situation, don't know all the logistics. I personally have always said, if I have a wedding, there will be no children, like zero, not even my own. <laughs> Are you serious? Um, so I do. I'm so serious. <laughs> I, I will. Let me not. Speak Nobody's children. I gotta wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't speak nothing because I'm gonna pull up the receipts. Yeah, um, yeah. I've always said that that there the rule is no children, but I also do agree with the father that it's it, it is a little strange that there's like some children are allowed and some aren't. But again, we don't know the reasoning for that, and the father is sort of making his assumption on the reason for that, which his feelings are valid. I think probably the reason the sister chose this restriction is valid. I wish them the best. I hope these little girls can have a magical day, preferably with their aunt. That would be amazing. But yeah. So do I. Big, big way to make it up to them. Mm-hmm. And I definitely don't think that the dad should miss his sister's wedding. Um, Agreed. Because that's also a special moment in your sister's life. And I think he's definitely allowed to be not happy with her if he's feeling not yeah. happy with her. Um, But hopefully, I mean, I'm assuming we don't like have any like updates on such a, we don't even know when this was. <laughs> um, but 
hopefully the sister, the aunt, is the type of person to be like, you Ooh. know what? We're going to. Sorry, gonna I just checked. Husband. It was posted a day ago. Oh, that is so soon. <laughs> if y'all yeah. are listening to the Black Syzygy podcast right now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. have a princess day with the girls or like a fun <laughs> movie night let them get their own gowns you have your gown auntie and let's just make it a party and i yes. also personally appreciate that the dad is working to instill sisterhood and just mm-hmm. you know just loving each other even when it's yeah. like really hard like when you look back on it you'll probably be like oh this was like a relatively small thing in comparison to what life could have thrown at us but just like starting with things like that to stick together even when it's hard to stick together i appreciate it Mm -hmm. not the black power fist (laughs) (laughs) why would you call that out (laughs) i was feeling it in my soul I don't know if they're black or not, but I was feeling it. <laughs> the ancestors told me, I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, this leads us into our question for next week's episode, um, which is going to be, is escapism unhealthy? Um, it's kind of like very broad, not you know, just in general, is escapism unhealthy? So think on it, yeah. sit on it, and this concludes this episode. Before we end this episode, I have some really exciting news. What? Are you ready? I don't know if you know this, Maria. Are you pregnant? No, but as of today, everyone get ready. As of today, Viola Davis is an EGOT winner. <gasps> Congratulations, you're number one. She got a Grammy for her audio book. I know. I know. This is huge news. I felt like I had to say it on the episode. Wait, wait, wait. When did this happen? It happened, I think, like an hour or two ago. Oh my gosh. I'm just, I'm literally on Google right now. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Auntie Vi? Yes. E got. Auntie Vi. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I could cry. I could cry. It's amazing (gasps) news. Oh my god, I love her. Okay. <laughs> okay. It this is a great, the, great, great episode. 